0: Hey y'all, how are you doing? I'm blessed and still petty. It's me, Carmen, and I'm back for another episode of Shades of Podcast. How have I been? I'm <laughs> Where have I been? I have been studying for finals. I had final exams last week and they were tragic. So we'll just see how the grades turn out. Uh, I'm so happy that I only have two more classes, and I will be done with my graduate program. I am exhausted. <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh, my goodness. But what's next after graduate school? Law school. Law school is next. I'm going to take a break, though, because I just can't, like, mentally. I'm just depleted. Um, but luckily, law school applications have been pushed to June 30th, which is... Literally, like, not that much time, but it's enough time for me to, like, beg for letters of recommendation and whatnot. Um, I think I have a few people that I can ask, so I'll do that and pay the exorbitant fees to just see what happens. Um, But why are we here today? Today, I am here to talk about episode three of Insecure and only a specific Part of that episode you won't necessarily have had to have watched this episode to pick up what I'm putting down okay I just want to talk about a particular scene and um in this scene you know well in this episode um Issa and her brother Amal you know they ditch their traditional Thanksgiving festivities to do their own thing while Lawrence finds himself at an awkward Friendsgiving with Condola that he kind of invited himself to but whatevs (laughs) isa and amal they're at a mexican restaurant and they're talking about you know the holidays were trash growing up and their parents didn't belong together and then they start talking about their love lives and you know he says that he's done changing people Um, or changing himself for people rather and I think that that was the TED talk intro that Issa needed to hear because you know she mentioned seeing Lawrence and Condola at the eatery I can't remember the name of it and how it bothered her and you know She basically said that Lawrence isn't the guy that he was when they were together. You know, she got the guy with potential and uh, she got the work in progress. And now she feels that Condola is reaping the benefits, uh, you know, of his time with her. I don't know. I got the nigga with potential. You know, I got the work in progress and it took a lot of support and patience. And I just I feel like she's reaping all the benefits. Of his time with me. And so that is a real emotion that I think that we feel when our relationships don't work out in the way that we want them to. But here's, I, I have a few perspectives. I have one major perspective and then a few smaller ones, but hopefully I can keep this under an hour. You, y'all know how I get. I get to rambling and talking fast, so I can probably get through this. Is it ever a good Idea to invest in someone's potential? No, hell no, <laughs> hell no. But Lawrence, you know, he feels like he's leveled up in uh, dating Condola. But is Condola as invested in Lawrence? I don't know because of how everything went down at the giving. But like I say, I've got some theories. But here's the thing. Theory number one, Lawrence did not level up. He just has a job as he should as a 30-year-old man. He's still insecure. He's driven by his ego. He walks into this job loud and wrong to request a promotion because he feels that's what he needs in order to be with the perceived caliber of a woman like Condola, only to be notified that there are going to be layoffs, but you know, he couldn't help that. But I'll give Lawrence points for having a job in his chosen career field. He's doing better financially, but is that enough? Like, like I said previously, um, the man is grossly insecure and unsure of himself, but for a lot of us, money is a sign of success. There's nothing wrong with that, but Is it all that's required to be a successful person? You could still be struggling mentally and emotionally. We see it all the time. We saw, you know, what happened with Kate Spade. Like the woman on the outside looked like she had everything but ended up taking her life. So like money isn't everything. Money should not be the sole source of like your worth, you know. And also, financial success does nothing for a person if they lack boundaries and lack communication and if they're unsure of themselves. Financial security isn't. A level up for a 30 year old woman like Lawrence should have had a job, but instead he was on the couch all of season one pissed that he couldn't get his app to pop off while Issa held down the household. You know what I'm saying? But we also see that towards the end of the episode, Lawrence's bruised ego caused him to slide into Issa's DMs, which we'll see how that pans out. Lawrence also lied about feeling away about condolas being divorced, but that was nothing but, say it with me, fragile male ego. Okay? That's what had him risking his new silk shirt in an attempt to fix condola sink, knowing damn well that he didn't know what he was doing. And it was at that moment that I knew that that situation ship relationship whatever it is was doomed okay Lawrence went from feeling some type of way about the fact that Issa and Condola brought him up in loose conversation as if they didn't have anything um, to talk about but him to him acting like a complete prick When Issa called him to ask if she should tell Condola that he had pulled up on her to basically say, keep my name out your mouth to seeing Issa having a good time on IG, which made him slide into her DMs because he was unhappy for a second. Lawrence was unhappy for a nanosecond and that caused him to buy the Issa. He doesn't have the emotional maturity to process his feelings before he jumps out the window. I know I shouldn't be talking about jumping out the window because I usually jump out of most windows. But this ain't about me. This is about Lawrence, okay? And <laughs> Lawrence also has uh, a horrible pattern of working through his issues through the women he dates. I mean, we saw... The way he treated Issa was completely different than the way that he treated Tasha, which was also completely different than the way that he's treating Condola. You know, we got three different versions of Lawrence, you know, with Issa, he was stagnant and not doing too much with Tasha. He felt like he was better than her for some reason, because she was a bank teller I believe but nigga you was working at Best Buy before you got your desire position and then now we see him you know not feeling like he's good enough for Condola but <sighs> Whatever I say all of that to say, while dating, I wasn't always my, my best self. Um, I came into relationships with areas that needed improvement and worked through them with my partner at the time. And I came out better in the end and was able to take away that new clarity into a new relationship. But it, I feel like that's that's what happens in relationships. You take the lessons learned into the next relationship with the hopes that, it will work out. I think this topic is also so hot because as black women, we are often conditioned to invest in partners, and we rarely get to reap the reward of that investment. And And I'll say that in my last relationship, he didn't get to reap the reward of his investment in me. I was not the person that I am today, but and it's a big ass butt, he is also the reason I no longer invest in men. <laughs> After putting the man through undergraduate and letting him know that pants with pockets and belt loops are a requirement in some settings, he opted out and got it right with the next woman that I can only assume that he deemed worthy, you know, what I consider investing in a man ever again, sure, but not until they have invested up front. You know, relationships are about mutuality, and I'm not in the business of doing that up front anymore. He will need to show me he's invested and committed and willing to do the work before I step out on that ledge. The days of me being more invested than they are are done, okay? Done! Once you show me a little something, I'll show you a little something. Um, but, we, you know, we see Lawrence, all of that to say. We see Lawrence, he's stressed to the max because he knows Condola would not accept his piss poor attempts at adulthood in a way that Issa and Tasha, you know, tolerated. So that is, I guess, my bash on Lawrence. I just feel like he's just doing the basics. But, I mean, if you're a Lawrence stan, like, getting my mentions is cool, it's fine. Um, my second theory Who's doing the labor or pulling the weight in the relationship, in the investment? We already know that men, in most cases, you know, they don't do the work of investing in relationships. They expect to be coddled and taken care of and and handheld throughout the process. If you don't say it or bring it to their attention, they most likely won't take the initiative. But I think you also have to ask yourself if you decide to do the work Why are you doing it? Do you want to do it? Do you feel like you're expected to do it? Do you think that if you are all in now, that in one or two or five years, you're going to reap the benefits down the line, but how are you going to feel if you don't get a return on your investment? Because unfortunately, relationships aren't forever, They're not, no matter how badly we want them to be, we all hope to go into our next relationship better equipped. You know, if you're fortunate enough enough to have been with your middle school sweetheart up until now or well into your older age, like, congratulations, but for the majority of us, that is not that is not how it works, but that's why I say, like, why do you do the work, like, why? And 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 you have to be in a mind frame to understand that this might not, uh, might not work out. And so, uh, here's my third theory. I'm I'm like I say, I'm just kind of getting it out. Right? We saw Issa being the rock of that relationship, but being the rock in a relationship has never served anyone. You know, in the beginning, Lawrence was throwing hella red flags and Issa ignored them all. In my opinion, this struggle love and, and and push through no matter what mentality is detrimental in so many ways. I feel like you need to know what are your desires and are they being met and are we growing at the same pace? And I also have to ask myself the question, you know, is potential even concrete, I feel like potential is so abstract, you know, you can't put metrics to potential. The bottom line is that love is is a risk, you know, and is it the risk that you're willing to take? Love is irrational. It makes no goddamn sense. Um, it has you compromising on shit that you never thought that you would. I'm sure that the majority of us, men and women, have found ourselves, you know, compromising on, on a whole bunch of shit. I know that I have been compromising since I started dating. I know it and I've resented them. <laughs> I've been angry at myself, but, but who says we have to be the rock? I mean, are we just conditioned to just deal with it because a man gives us a, a, a sliver of attention or a sliver of what we think is love that we feel that we have to grasp onto it for forever. Like I don't, I don't subscribe to that. Not anymore. Not anymore. You, you gotta come with more for Carmen, for Carmen. My next point, my, my fourth theory here, what is Issa's definition of investment? Um, Because, We've only really seen her live with Lawrence for the five years, and I think for the last three of the five years, you know, he couldn't help with the bills. So, is that what is that what Issa is considering investing, or you know, because I didn't see any of her excitement. Or investment in helping Lawrence to get the app to pop off whoop-de-doo whoop 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 some shit right and, and I also feel like Issa doesn't really think that Condola is reaping the benefit of her investment she's just in her feelings because Lawrence is in a position to foot the bill right now <laughs> That's what she really mad about. She's upset because she left that eatery knowing that Lawrence was gonna pull out his debit card and pay for the meal, and he was never in a position to do that while he was with her. So she's feeling some type of way, and that's a valid feeling. I mean, I was in a relationship like that in my you know late teens, early twenties, where you know the guy that I was dating was. He was a shithead, but, um, looking back at it, like he was, it was just the most toxic relationship you could have ever imagined. Like most early twenties relationships are, but I mean, I paid for everything. I paid for everything and I began to resent him for it, but what else, uh, moving on. <laughs> we, we also must understand that you don't always get a return on your investment. You may lose all your money. Sometimes you make a bad investment. Sometimes you waste your time. I have wasted so much time. Sometimes you waste your time just because you're in a relationship with someone for an extended period of time. It doesn't mean that you owe them the rest of your life, nor do they owe you the rest of theirs. So maybe Issa is experiencing feelings of entitlement. You know, since they were together for so long, you know, does she feel entitled to any of his successes or, you know, does she deserve to be with him instead of Condola? But the question is, do you want to be with Lawrence? Do you miss the idea of Lawrence or do you just want to experience the Lawrence with a job? Like that is what I ask because I feel like we all have a season for sure. Like I say, relationships end, we don't want them to what they do and it sucks, but you have to be able to to move on. I think that maybe Issa's having trouble moving on. What she needs to do is she needs to move on to Nathan. That's who she needs to move on to. Yes, Nathan had his issues, but I feel like Nathan. To me, to Carmen, has shown that he wants to invest in Issa. I believe, if I'm remembering correctly from last season, he was the one that gassed her up to get this whole block party thing like in motion. Like, Lawrence never encouraged Issa to do shit, but just go to work and bring home some money so he'd have something to eat while he sat on the couch all day. Maybe I'm projecting. I don't know. Um. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm all over the place. Okay, but maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm making sense. Maybe I'm making sense. So... Now we move on to my fifth theory, right? So we got investment times. We know I'm not a financial person. Like, don't ask me about, you know, maturation. Is that a word? Whatever. Interest, all that shit, right? You know, you put, you know, some money in a high interest savings account and you don't touch it for, you know, 10 years and you, You know, you hope to accrue interest on it, right? We get it, right? But I think it's important to recognize that at some point in the relationship, you will be doing the investing and at other parts, your partner will be doing the investing. You know, you'll be doing the investing and then you'll be invested in. And how do you navigate when it's your investment season, And how do you navigate when it's your investment season and you feel that it's lasted longer than it should? Like, let's talk about like the cost of admission. Like, is what your partner lacking enough for you to stay in the relationship? Are you willing to pay that cost? Are you willing to deal with that irresponsibility? Are you willing to deal with the no follow through? Are you willing to deal with the infidelity are you willing to pay the cost to be the boss? I mean, that was paying. But I said all of that to say it's a gamble. Like, there's no guarantee that it's going to work out. You know, Lawrence is a bum, and he was a bum on that couch with Issa. Um, you know, he get bum now. Like, it bothered me that he didn't do more while he wasn't working. He rarely cleaned or cooked or did anything besides complain and make excuses in my experiences from what I saw. I tend to see different things than other people, you know, but for me, if I'm holding it down, like, goddamn, I'm buying the groceries, I could at least have something on the table when I get home from work. I could at least have my bathwater run when I get home, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't see Lawrence do any, doing any of that for Issa, you know, you can't have a relationship without both parties pouring into one another. Are you being stingy with me? Because I'm being very generous with you. Like there is, like, there, I won't say it's a tug of war. I think that that's a, that's a poor term. It's a, it's a, is it a seesaw? Maybe it's a seesaw. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down in the relationship. You know, if you're a gay male, sometimes you're a top, sometimes you're a bottom. <laughs> I like to be on the bottom. No, I don't. I like to be on the top. Anywho. Back on the topic, the cost. Are you willing to pay that cost? Is it too high? And for some people, it's too high. For me, it might be too high. You know, I just think that there's a lot that goes on in these feelings. You know, here we go. Theory number six. There will always be risk associated with investing. That's what makes it exciting when you invest and it works. You know, you put that quarter in the penny slot and you you win five hundred dollars like it's lit you know what I'm saying like I took a risk and it paid off right but at this point in the game I'll be 31 this year and I know that I'm selfish and I forfeited things you know I'm interested in my self-interest and making sure I'm never hurt or played again. But I also understand that because of that mentality, I may have missed out on a phenomenal potential mate because of the expectations that I require from, you know, a partner, a romantic partner. You know, here's where I think the bigger issue is for specifically Issa and Lawrence but also for all of us The bigger issue here is Communication Like I tell my younger sister You know all of the time that I don't understand How you can lay down and have sex with someone But you're afraid to have the hard conversations You know with them to tell them When they've done something To make you feel some type of way or whatever You know I think That you have to Muster the courage To check problematic behaviors In the beginning of the ship you know, the relationship, the friendship, the situationship, whatever, because when you allow those things to fester or you don't show or train someone, train it, that's a fucked up word. Um, Maybe show, show, um, you know, people, how you expect to be treated and how you expect things to be handled, you know, and then you get those fucked up past assault moments. But Going back to communication, I mean, we saw Issa have some conversations with Lawrence, but she wasn't having the conversations that she was having with Molly with Lawrence or that she was having with other people with Lawrence. She gave Lawrence the nice, smoothed over cliff note version. She didn't give him her raw emotion at that time. You know, and I think that that also contributed to him just feeling like it was cool for him to be like, wow, lackadaisical, you know, but back to my past assault moment, if you listen to Rain and Opinions, you know that we, we speak about a past assault moment all the time. And, you know, I define it as, you know, that boiling point that's reached when you no longer, when you can no longer hold in what's been bugging are hurting you. You've allowed a lot of problematic or hurtful behaviors or situations to be brushed under the rug that you reach your breaking point. And you know, that simple request a baby past the salt causes you to lash out in the worst way. And um, I recently had a past the salt moment with someone that I considered a friend. But I'm also known to set TNT to bridges, you know, both intentionally and unintentionally. I'm a Leo. I am ruled by my emotions. When I am upset, I do all kind of shit. I get to blocking and and telling you to go fuck yourself and all kinds of stuff. And sometimes I do regret it. But, I mean, I also know that words are things that once they're said, you can't, you can't take them back. But can that bridge be rebuilt? Um, who knows? Hopefully. But I can't dwell on it. You know, another thing that I've learned over time is to... Let things go and kind of let them be where they at, you know. Um, I may not want to. I don't want to in this particular situation. But I'd only be hurting myself if I wait around um, for a desired outcome and it doesn't manifest, you know. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, But in conclusion, oh, y'all, I did this in 30 minutes. I'm so fucking proud of myself. Uh, In conclusion, you know, there's nothing wrong with investing in people, but not potential. You want to invest in the people around you, you know, in your friends, in your family, you know, because you love them, you know, but love does not conquer all and love is not enough. You need more. You should require more. I also think that as women, as black women, we get tagged as bitter or angry when we finally get the courage to want better for ourselves. You know, I mentioned earlier, you know, when you know better, you do better. And we're we're a collection of our experiences. uh, And we have to use that so that you can do better moving forward. Like, how do we learn and grow and evolve And take that knowledge and not let it harden us. I'll admit that I've allowed it to harden me in ways, you know, but I want to be a soft person. I want to be capable of vulnerability and intimacy, but I don't want to be out here looking crazy in these streets either. So that's where I struggle, right? That's where Carmen struggles. But, you know, I say all of that to say, you know, Lawrence is not doing anything. Thing special he, like I say he's still grossly immature and you know he's jumping through all of these hoops for condola I don't know why because I feel like Issa was the person especially now with everything that she's doing like Issa is a catch like Issa is a catch but I'm interested to see what happens with the condola and Lauren's dynamic especially after the friends giving and considering everything that her you know prancing elite ass friends had to say to him, you know, and the fact that he invited himself. Don't you hate when a motherfucker invite themselves to your outing? But anywho, <laughs> use the hashtag shady thoughts on Twitter so that we can talk about the show. You can follow me on Twitter, Petty by the Pound. Follow the show everywhere across social media. Like, listen, share, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And I have laid my burdens down you have just listened to the shades of gray podcast with your host carmen make sure you visit our website shadesofgraypod.com where you can subscribe to the show on itunes stitcher or via rss feed so you'll never miss the show While you're at it, if you love this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, stay shady.